This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Wednesday, June 17th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. It's a session for reflection. The second wave of the pandemic is arguably upon us, and yet risk assets remain well-supported, if volatile. Retail sales confirmed that April was the low point for the recession, and May's beat has renewed hopes for a V-shaped recovery even if the base effects and data quality give pause when evaluating the reliability of the economic releases. As it stands, the increase in COVID-19 cases hasn't been so dramatic as to warrant reviving statewide lockdowns, although stricter enforcement of existing pandemic protocols has become topical. The Fed has expanded its commitment to buy corporate bonds and in doing so, encouraged investors to venture further out the credit curve, a familiar underlying objective for those of us who were in the market during the 2009-2010 crisis. Global central bankers have made it abundantly clear that more can and will be done if needed, further reinforcing the stretched valuations in the domestic equity market. Deflationary concerns in the near term have overshadowed the reflationary impulse associated with the massive amount of stimulus introduced into the system during the first half of 2020. This dynamic will linger until Q4 at the earliest. In light of the vast and the numerous influences above, 10-year yields have settled into a familiar and frustrating trading range which appears to have found equilibrium at 75 basis points for the time being. The technical profile in the U.S. rates market favors a sideways shuffle over any possibility of a breakout. Note, the stochastics skew toward lower yields has curled and a near-term cross is likely. Such an eventuality would solidify the 65 basis point to 83 basis point narrower range which has developed over the last week. While the broader trading parameters allow for 54 basis points and 95.5 basis points, testing those extremes would require a collective rethink of the current economic and policy outlook. There's very little on the horizon which would warrant such contemplation at the moment. Instead, the path of least resistance has emerged as upward pressure on domestic equities and fluctuations in treasury yields contained to the prevailing range. As the official start of summer is just three days away, it's notable that financial markets have yet to display the typical tendency toward doldrums one might expect. The coronavirus has altered prior patterns in consumption, market, and life more broadly, so it isn't surprising that the point in the year historically associated with holidays, vacations, and an incrementally slower pace has yet to conform to history. This isn't to suggest the season won't take on a new character all its own in the treasury market. In fact, the price action of the last several sessions offers a guide as we ponder what to anticipate as the market drifts toward the new normal. Look for a number of key assumptions regarding investor behavior to be challenged in the near term. First, many have argued that the bid for risk assets has been premature given the looming second wave of the pandemic. If we're correct, 
and the long-feared spike in COVID-19 cases has begun, then those anticipating a downdraft for risk may soon reevaluate the notion that another repricing is lurking in the wings. Suffice it to say, should the outbreak reach such proportions as to warrant another shutdown, then risk assets are vulnerable and caution was justified. As it currently stands, the implied short-sightedness of investors appears to be misplaced. The second assumption, which will come into focus, is the notion that equity valuations and the range of U.S. rates are somehow predicated on a V-shaped recovery. We've heard several times a version of stock should be lower and any dip in treasury should be bought. The latter seems to be the case, although the 95.5 basis points reached in the 10-year yield suggest the goalposts have been moved. As for the former, just about introducing a FOMO ETF speaks to the massive amount of cash investors continue to have sidelined awaiting for better placement. We're reminded of the time-tested adage, buy the dip, don't be the dip. Applicable on so many levels in the current environment. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. 
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.